0: Today we will be discussing Season 3, Episode 2, titled, X. Uh, yet another excellent episode. No pun intended. (laughs) Uh, no, in all seriousness, this episode is brilliant. It's an absolute masterpiece. Uh, it's easily one of the best episodes of the season, if not the best. Uh, it might even be among my favorites of the entire show. Uh, If not the top 10, then definitely the top 20. It's absolutely magnificent. Uh, It... It tells an amazing story, asks genuinely difficult questions of our heroes, particularly Robin, uh, and doubles down on one of the most intriguing poetic question marks of this entire series, Red X. This episode we see Red X return, but Robin's not in the suit this time. Robin is Robin, and as Starfire very hilariously points out, he is not a hologram. You get that little anime vignette with all the baby starfires poking Robin <laughs> and it's really funny <laughs> It's a hilarious moment uh oh, also, I totally forgot uh. <laughs> They thought Robin was a robot at one point. And Cyborg put a rubber... uh, Put, like, a latex glove on. And was about to do, like, a prostate exam. They put a prostate exam joke in a kid's superhero series. (laughs) Oh, it was so perfect. Uh, But... Red X returns. Someone else has the suit we don't know who. And this is... Quite literally, Robin's biggest mistake coming back to haunt him. Because remember, uh, for those of you who either don't remember, or weren't listening, or didn't watch the show, or whatever. Red X originated as Robin desperately trying to take down Slade, back in Season 1. In his desperation, with all the brick walls he was hitting... He put on Red X, assumed this villainous identity, didn't tell anyone he was doing it, and launched this whole gambit to fool the Titans and Slade in order to catch Slade. It failed, and everyone got real pissed at him, justifiably so. And Robin immediately hung up the Red X suit, immediately declared it as a mistake, immediately declared it as the worst thing he could have ever done. Uh, But now, Red X... Coming back to haunt him. Coming back with someone else in the suit, causing mayhem, uh, trying to steal this Xenothium to power the suit with, which apparently Xenothium is incredibly unstable. And we get another hilarious anime bit of like Cyborg and Robin doing tic tac toe. With Cyborg just yelling at him like, tell me you are not stupid enough to power the suit with Xenotheum! <laughs> uh, which was great. There's a lot of levity to an otherwise uh, very depressing episode. But there's a lot to dissect with this iteration of Red X. Because they could have just done the one-off, Robin made a mistake, it'll never happen again thing, and then all is whatever. But they didn't. They brought him back for this. To keep prodding Robin. To really dive into those questions. And also, there was just a lot of temptations with the Red X character. Because Red X, if they wanted to, could have been the main villain of this season. Red X could have been the Slade replacement. Sort of driving home how Robin and Slade aren't so different. This thing that he used uh, to try and take him down, coming back to haunt him and coming back to destroy the entire city. But they didn't. In fact, they actively say, hey, so I'm not a big bad. I don't care. I'm just a thief. I'm just a thief who happened to get this suit. Uh, and there's even a lot of theorization with who is Red X, who is this person? Uh, trying to come up with deviations, unlike it, Beast Boy has this whole chalkboard of okay, uh, if it's not a clone, then it has to be a bionic monkey infused with Robin's DNA. By the way, if you look very closely, you'll see the the chalkboard has Jason Todd. On there as a theory. Jason Todd. For those of you who don't know the comics. uh, Is Robin's direct successor as Robin. Uh, Is Dick Grayson's direct successor as Robin. It's a nice little loose Easter egg. I loved it. Uh, Man. How cool would it have been. If they had unmasked Red X in this episode. And it was Jason Todd. (laughs) That'd be awesome. That'd be really cool. Uh, But anyway. They didn't do that. In fact, Raven literally says, like, yeah, none of this is the case. Uh, Really, Red X could be anybody. Anyone smart enough to take the suit and dumb enough to take it for a joyride. So this is, in all likelihood, just some nobody who happened to break into the tower, happened to get his hands on the Red X suit, and happened uh, to know how to use it doesn't matter what's also interesting is how they draw parallels to red x equals robin without red x still being robin uh if you listen closely you can hear that scott menville voices both robin and red x still so he's still lending his voice to the red x character even though red x isn't robin anymore Uh, If you look closely during the third act, you can see how Robin and Red X sort of move in sync. Sort of like they are just one organism. There's a lot of nice little subtle nods to Robin created Red X. Red X and Robin, at least metaphorically, are one in the same. But in the midst of this question of who is he, 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 who is he uh, you have Robin basically kicking himself this entire episode saying, this is my fault, this is my fault, this is my fault, this is my fault. I created Red X, now everyone's paying for it. I created Red X, uh, now my friends are being targeted. This guy's causing chaos, stealing things, uh, causing general mayhem, and it all leads back to me being so foolish in creating this suit. Uh so Robin basically spends this entire episode questioning questioning who he is, questioning what side of uh the line of good or evil is he on. Uh in fact, there's this great narration. There's this excellent excellent narration going over the entire episode with Robin with Robin literally questioning this full stop like he is very verbally uh just showing disdain for how blurred the line between good and evil is. Uh we like to pretend that the world is simple. Good is good, evil is evil. There's a line between the two and it's very clearly uh, it very clearly can be seen. But of course, that's not how it works. And it's very bold of again A children's superhero cartoon to say flat out, hey, so um, good and evil, not as simple as we'd like to believe. Uh, Not as simple as we, a children's superhero cartoon, would like to portray it as. And they literally take an entire episode saying verbatim. It should be simple. It's supposed to be clear, but it's not. Which is bold. Which is super bold, uh, considering the demographic they're targeting, considering the tone they're trying to set, uh, considering the network that they're on in the era that it was on. Because uh, this was on Cartoon Network in the early 2000s. Like... Everything about this sentiment is bold for this type of show. And yet they did it so confidently uh, to such a poetic degree. And with that moral ambiguity, like, again, they could have just made Red X just a clear example of evil dude evil dude, 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 evil dude. They could have very easily done that. But instead, they sort of put that same neon sign question mark on him uh, the way it was on him when Robin was in the suit. So you get this... You get this moral ambiguity. Red X is very clearly a thief and very clearly doing illegal things. But when Robin says, hey the entire city's in danger because of what you did, I have to stop it. Red X answers the call and plays the hero for a bit. It's this strange piece of Red X having a conscience, of Red X Having a moral compass. But he's a bad guy, isn't he? Like, again, putting that giant question mark. In the midst of all this, you have this other villain, Professor Chang. Who is a great filler villain. Uh, He's basically a disgruntled... ...loner... ...opportunistic mad scientist... Who's like, oh, Robin and Red X are battling for Xenothium? Uh, I'm going to take advantage of this chaos and steal some Xenothium for myself and also kidnap all the Titans as leverage uh, and power using the Xenothium to power a disintegrator ray and destroying the city with it. So he basically, like, steps in the midst of this moral chaos and is like, thank you, I'm gonna destroy the entire city now. And the third act is fighting against him, which is where we get the Red X playing the hero for a few minutes. And there's some excellent action sequences in here, by the way, particularly any moment when uh, Robin and Red X go toe-to-toe. Any moment where they're having a one-on-one, it's always fantastic. Uh, It's so well animated. uh, Such a sensory overload of kinetic motion. Of kinetic energy between the two of them. Uh, It is intense and uh, very amazing to watch. Uh, But then you get that whole sequence. At the observatory, at Professor Chang's observatory, uh, where both Robin and Red X are working together to stop his little disintegrator ray thing and save the Titans. And it's great. It's amazing. Uh, It's absolutely phenomenal. And then we get our ending. Professor Chang's defeated. Red X's belt is stolen. And then Red X. Like, we get this standoff between the Titans and Red X. Red X has nowhere to go. And then he just makes a dramatic exit. Takes his one last tube of xenothium, throws it on the ground, and then jumps. And disappears. Nowhere to be found. Red X is just in the wind. We've learned nothing. He's gone. (laughs) We don't know who he is. And uh, I'm going to give a minor spoiler here. We never know who he is. Uh, That's one of the things that they either A, didn't have time to get to, uh, because they got cancelled five seasons in, or B, didn't care. And honestly, I kind of hope that it's didn't care. Because the more I think about it, the more I feel like we don't need to know who Red X is under that mask. All we need to know is that it's not Robin, but he is very similar to Robin. He is frighteningly similar to Robin, enough to raise these moral, morally ambiguous questions. Enough to cause these moral dilemmas. Honestly, I think Red X is a more interesting character if we don't know who he is. I like that. I like that mystery. Uh, and I hope, if we're lucky enough to get a Teen Titans revival, uh, I hope this isn't one of the things they feel the need to resolve. Because... I like it better with Red X being a giant question mark. Because it just works better, uh, for Robin as a character, uh, and for the Titans, like, just shaking their group dynamics when Red X is a question mark. Uh, but this episode is brilliant. It's amazing. It's an absolutely, uh, incredible masterwork of this series, and it's... Definitely a highlight. This episode is freaking phenomenal. Uh, anyway, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archive, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever Podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in, as well as simplest just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, tomtom4468, and support the show, patreon.com slash thomasclark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, tomorrow we will be discussing Season 3, Episode 3. Talk to you then.